Can I just say one thing to you about the the move to electric cars? Okay. <laughs> We've watched like 13 minutes of the movie. I know. I'm really, this is going to be fast. I love the smell of gasoline. Like I like when cars go, like I like the smell of exhaust. To the point where when we were children, there were those scented markers. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. And there was a dark green one. And in my head, I have no idea what the smell was, but in my head it was gasoline. And I would sniff that motherfucker all day long. <laughs> so now we're going to electric cars and I'm going to miss the smell of gasoline and like exhaust. You can get a gasoline candle, 100% for sure. Oh my God, your love of Yankee Candle has just come full circle. That's amazing. Right. There's different octaves. Octanes. Octanes <laughs> of gasoline Did and Yankee Candle. Did you see me staring at you like, what did you just say? Okay. But up, up, but up. A podcast, but up, up, but up. With parents, but up, up, but up, who think they're really funny, but up, up, but up. You decide, but up, up, but up. You share it, but up, up, but up. You listen all through the night. Who is Aquafina? She's a comedian, and that's obviously a fake name, but it's based upon the water, which remember the lore that Aquafina is in fact just the runoff at the Coke factory that then they purify. It's not like it's spring water. It's like the garbage of the Coke factory. What does runoff mean? How could it runoff? Runoff is not the right term. Some of, some of the Coke they say is not good enough to put corn syrup in, so then they don't, and then there's like leftover water. I don't know. But her, she named herself after processed water. Yeah, I just haven't heard purified, of it. Purified water. There's just not many stage names, like, these days. But, the, like, rappers have, like, right? you know, but I mean, I guess Little ca- Diddy. Carrot Top and Sinbad, those are comedians that had stage names. Boy, Carrot Top is really weird looking now. I wonder how long Carrot Top fought the nickname Carrot Top. Like, how many managers he went through that they were like... You should adopt it. Be okay with it, man. Be okay. He's like, I'm not just known for my red hair. Yeah. You don't think he came up with that name? No. I think that was was like a teasing childhood nickname. And then some person said, you should go by this as your comedy alter ego. He got the nickname Carrot Top from a local swimming coach when he was a kid. Right. But he didn't like it. He just had to carry it forward. Yeah, he it's also mo- not the top of a carrot. The top of a carrot is green. I know that's very. It's carrot bottom. <laughs> carrot, carrot bottom. Yeah, carrot stick. Really. Yeah, but I just don't understand why people take stage names. Because they want to have another life where people know their real names, and they live in small towns in Idaho, and people leave them alone because yeah. they don't know she's Aquafina. She's really. I have no Nora idea. Dun- Nora Dunn. Yeah, yeah. That's so right. How did you know that? I looked it up. Her name is not Nora Dunn. Oh, I It's really... close. <clears throat> Her name is Nora Lum. L-U-M. Nora Dunn was on Saturday Night Live, that's why. Oh, with two yeah. N's? I guess you always have two N's yeah. with a Dunn. When we were in college, I got mono. It was like the flip cup treat. 
on top of playing flip cup and winning because I was really good at flip cup, I also got mono from sharing cups with other filthy people who also had mono. And it was really exhausting. It yeah, wasn't I had like... it too. What? I had mono when? in college. Freshman Where was I? Freshman year. Who'd you get it from? Who did you get it from? Who didn't I get it from? And who didn't you give it to? Everybody. Oh, wow. Nobody. Was it? I didn't give it to nobody. Yes, that's, wow, that was really confusing. Um, so, were you very tired? Of course. Very sore throat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that like when you went to the health center and they said something was wrong with your throat only because you had eaten a well-toasted bagel? Didn't you tell like a story yeah. that... Yeah, they said you scratch your throat with a bagel. That's what they told me. Had you eaten the bagel? Or they just they were able to identify by the scratches what scratched you? Going to the health center was really one of the first mm -hmm. times that I independently like didn't had some symptoms of something and had to go to a doctor myself. Like prior to that my mother called the right, doctor. Of course, yes. Or you went to the pediatrician with it your It was very convenient when I went to get birth control and I went to the health center. I didn't have to go to my pediatrician. But my point is, is that I probably said something like, my throat hurts, but I did have a, ba a to very toasted bagel. Oh, you gave them the yes, answer. Yes, and they're like, oh, that's probably it. Oh. Don't you think you walk into a college health center and you go to the reception desk and say, can I help you? And you say, hi, I'm here. They're like, mono or other? And yes, like, you're right. Other is like a waiting room with one person and mono is like, it's like a fucking deli Jewish it deli is. counter it's like, in New all right, York City. We're at number three. Right, you've got mono. Crowded. Number four, you've got mono. They must give out. What is? What are the? What's the? Um, the Z treatment. I don't know. Did they give mono. you an antibiotic or? You must. Uh, I don't know. I Let it, it like, run its course. I thought it was like Lyme's disease, where you like you just gotta live with it now. <laughs> you have mono um, for life. <clears throat> I have to tell you that I spent a lot of time at our college health center. A lot. Besides your womanly birth control, what else? My womanly birth control. My manly birth control. Um, I don't know if I if we did like routine physicals at the health center maybe. Because for some reason I went to the health center. Maybe it was one of my many times of having mono. And they were looking in my ears. You know that thing, that hard plastic triangle bulbous thing to look in your ears? It the has a, the like cone, a the conical thing? It's not a Conical, the black thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that thing. Yeah. I always wanted to look in my ears. But anyway, so she looks in my ears. And David, you know what the woman said to me? She's probably a nurse. Your ears are so compacted with wax, I can't even believe you can hear me right now. And so she said, don't you know the expression? Don't put anything smaller than your elbow in your ear. Right. My mother says that all the time. Yeah. It's like her favorite expression like of all expressions in the world it's interesting that someone came up with that and they figured that elbow was the correct thing first of all you can't even put your elbow in your ear that's the point no they mean literally don't put anything smaller than your elbow in your ear oh i thought they were like oh wow that's really crazy this whole time i thought they were like because because if you tried to put your elbow in your ear, you obviously couldn't so you right. can't well that if they said don't even put your elbow in your ear okay yeah that yes. as being the statement for your theory. Yes. Oh my God. What is the expression? I think we have it wrong. It's don't put anything smaller than your elbow in your ear. But like they chose that other, rather than say like your thumb. 
I thought they meant like your elbow is the baseline which can make it into your ear. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Your elbow I don't couldn't know what fit in your ear. They're saying. But thing. anyway, so my ears are compacted with wax, and she gave me like some sort of drops to soften the earwax in my ears that I had to go back like many times. I think I was probably seeing this person for like a month. I would like go like every week and hang out at the health center. She'd check out my earwax. She'd be like, oh, it's getting loose. Almost there. And then finally the day comes. I go. She's like, it's loose enough. I'm going to clean it out now. And she basically tastes like a fucking hose and is spraying my ears. Like, like, oh, like the like dental sprayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spraying, spraying, spraying. And then she's holding a bowl next to my head. And no joke, like extracting a bullet, it, I heard, plink, giant eraser-sized thing of wax. Giant, David. Like, the biggest thing you ever seen. It did it on the other side, too. And I could hear, like, like I, I was an idiot savant. I could hear so well. And I heard that. <laughs> <coughs> Maybe you have it again. I do. I do. I put all sorts of things in my ears. So I spent a lot of time at the health center. And then when I went to law school, I became a frequent patient of that health center because I also got prescribed birth control through the health center rather than speaking to my own pediatrician, thinking that he might violate my privacy. Oh, probably would. And tell tell my mother. When I told my mother I wanted to go on birth control, she went into her room and closed the door and didn't come out for a solid four hours. But so the reason I bring mono up is lately I've been so tired. I don't know if it's work stress and then we've got a lot going on with the house. The kids are busy, everything. But the, today I was like walking around, I was like, I fucking have mono again. I have mono again. But it's actually just raising children. Like, oh my God. It is an exhausting experience. It really is. Yeah. And you and I both look a little beat right now. And I think... It, but you look cute, too. I feel like the pressure and the stress, like, it jumps higher and higher when you go from, like, one to two, and then two to three, it's, like, exponential. Yeah, well, because you got to, like, run... Now you got to run three kids around to things. And right. have to worry about... Yeah, of course, all the... I mean, it's funny, because when I was pregnant with our third child, so many people who are parents of three were like, don't worry... The third one fits right in. And as you say this right now, I think, meaning like it's easy because you, you know, it's just another kid. You're just throwing. And that's what they meant. Just the physicality of it. That having a third child doesn't make your life physically that much harder because you probably have a stroller. You, car seats are easy. Just throw them in the car. I guess you might have to buy a bigger car. But they didn't mean emotionally or psychologically easier to have three. They just meant the physical part of it. It, you said it's exponentially harder to have a third child because, yeah, you're like, are you emotionally doing okay? Are you physically doing okay? Like, are you happy? Are you I like, feel like fulfilled? if you had four or five kids or more, you would lose the variation in like non-school activities. Like all the kids have soccer. All the kids are taking True. violin. All the kids are taking Spanish. That's exactly right. And I think people do that even with two kids. Yeah. I mean, we have good friends that, like, their daughters do exactly the same thing. Wow, wouldn't that be easier? 
Yeah, but can you imagine one kid being like, I want to do, learn play Frisbee. And you're like, well, your brothers don't. Or, okay, everyone's got to learn to play Frisbee now. Learn to play Frisbee is like an option? I'm sure there's probably youth um, disc golf or ultimate um, Wow, leagues. you're blowing my mind right leagues. now. <laughs> Not <laughs> leagues, leagues, but uh, coaching. Coaching. I love the idea of a six-year-old out there with a league of six-year-olds playing disc golf. Don't you think that I should start a youth, like, can jam and beer pong and oh my god! Yeah, and every they can bar game, dominate darts, college. pool, oh and god. then they would be amazing as an adult. And you know what? We should make them play Beirut, by the way, with like Kool Aid, yes. so they gain the same amount of weight that I gained in college by all of the blue light that I drank. I think this is a genius idea. We should set up the first national. There's no way this has been done yet. The first ever youth training academy for alcoholic party games. <laughs> I love the youth training academy. Um, yes, it's genius. And what's why I know it's genius is that when we decided that you were going to be David, private investigator, you were excited. You're way more excited about this. <laughs> this is like amazing. you are like blowing your own mind right now. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Fully Functional Parents. If you just can't get enough of us, check us out on Instagram at Fully Functional Parents. Please and thank you.